there's something scary hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes thing you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonabello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonabello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonabella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The breakfast baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. The following program may contain coarse language, violence, nudity, mature subject matter, or scenes which may not be suitable for all viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November, good afternoon, Richard Five. Good afternoon, Richard Five as well, Papa Echo November. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio! To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. For the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast associates and affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, the Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. I have a question for you, Exxon Nation. Is someone you know in a cult? The difference between religion and cult can often seem slight. These days, many are apt to describe believers as one big community of faith, but the fact remains that there are very important differences amongst belief systems, and this is according to our guest, Richard E. Kelly, a self-described survivor of Jehovah Witnesses. And this is a quote, On the spectrum of faiths, I put the Watchtower Society, Jehovah Witnesses, closer to the Charles Manson family cult than I do, say, the Lutheran Church, said Kelly. By the way, his website is www.richardekelly.com, and he's the author of Growing Up in Mama's Club, A Childhood Perspective of Jehovah Witnesses, and he's also authored The Ghosts from Mama's Club. The books detail his experience growing up in a Jehovah Witness household, the ensuing family disharmony, and how the cultish legacy contributed to his sister's murder. Now joining me is Richard E. Kelly, and Richard, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much for having me, Rob. Oh, it's my great pleasure, Richard. Uh, tell me, um, how long have you been out of the uh, the Jehovah Witnesses? Well, when I was 20 years old, uh, I spent the last two years, uh, at, from 18 to 20, at the headquarters of the Watchtower Society. And um, I mm-hmm. decided that I would leave um, the, the religious group. Unfortunately, um, my wife, who I married after I left, um, stayed as one of Jehovah's Witnesses uh, to, um, until 1986. So I've been involved one way or the other with Jehovah's Witnesses most of my life. You know, everybody... I, I went to school with members of the, of the Jehovah Witnesses. Um, you know, I, the, the people I went to school with came knocking on the door, you know, with the watchtower trying to spread their message. Uh, I always found them to be very polite, very amicable, uh, you know, just great people. What am I missing? <laughs> you know, I think most Jehovah's Witnesses are really good people, and mm-hmm. I think most Jehovah's Witnesses want to do the right thing. The problem is that uh, they're a part of an organization that are led by people that want to control them. Uh, the Watchtower Society sets rules and policies that uh, limit what um, the followers can do. And um, in my opinion, a cult is any belief system that is harmful to a person's emotional and physical well-being. And you will see that in many, many cases not everyone, of course, but mm-hmm. in many, many cases with Jehovah's Witnesses. 
All right, Richard, please stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right by. Be right back, I should say. The question I'm asking you tonight, Exxon Nation, is someone you know in a cult? My guest is Richard E. Kelly. His website is www.richardekelly.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. And we're broadcasting live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. a disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter.
Welcome back, everyone. Richard E. Kelly is my very special guest this hour. Richard is the author of Growing Up in Mama's Club, A Childhood Perspective of Jehovah Witnesses, and The Ghosts from Mama's Club. His website is www.richardekelly.com. And uh, we're asking you, the Exonation, as well as, as, as you know, to you to ask your friends and to better understand what may be happening right underneath our noses. And the question is, is someone you know in a cult? Richard Kelly is with us. And uh, Richard, are all religions some sort of cult? No, I don't think so. I I think any um, um, belief system that is harmful mm-hmm. to a person's emotional and physical well-being can be considered a cult. And I think there are a lot of religions that are not harmful to people. Um, they obviously provide a belief system um, that um, in many cases requires faith. Uh, but I don't believe that all religions are cults. Here's a question for you, Richard. Now, if mainstream religions continue to diminish, and we're actually watching the fall, I believe, of, of Catholicism and the, the Vatican itself, you know, and even polls suggest that, that religions are, are diminishing. In your experience, do you think society will experience more cult activity? You know, I think um, cults exist because people need high control. Mm-hmm. Cults exist because people feel insecure in an insecure world, and cults offer security. Um, and, you know, it may be delusional, but it's like placebos. Um, many people are attracted to that kind of thinking. You, you know, it's, it's funny because as you were saying that, I, uh, when, you, when you look at the definition of a cult and why people, you know, need to be controlled, this, that, and the other thing, you know, you're talking about government. Yeah, really, that's what it yeah. is. I mean, it's people that um, need need high control. That's they, right. Yeah. They're just not comfortable making decisions on their own. Richard, you've said, and I'd like you to answer me, what do you mean by important differences in one religion from another? Well, um, I think um, a lot of it has to do with the policies of you know, particular church groups. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I find very onerous um, with Jehovah's Witnesses is that if you decide um, that you don't believe it any longer, um, perhaps, and in many cases, children growing up as Jehovah's Witnesses say, you know, that, that doesn't work for me. But as soon as they tell their parents mm-hmm. or people that we no longer believe them, they're disfellowshipped and they're shunned. Um, if somebody uh, like myself, you know, when I told my parents I didn't believe it, they stopped talking to me. They pretend I don't exist. And that's one of the core policies uh, among Jehovah's Witnesses, and you'll see that true in many other cults as well. Yeah, you know, a number of the cults that I've done research on and, and talked about over the years have this, you know, have this tendency to, you know, you become the black sheep. You're the you're you're blackballed within your own family, within your own group, within your own community. Oh, definitely. And definitely. What, why did why do they do this? Wouldn't they want to understand why the person is leaving instead of just blackballing them? Or even you know, I've I've heard of, of the spanking room. 
within the different within the different uh, yeah. religious philosophies. No, that's true. Yeah. You know, I think it's what happens sometimes when with people with high control. Uh, they think they're guided by God, mm-hmm. by some higher power, and when people are leaving them, it's a threat to their belief. And it, to them, that's one way to get people back. You would be surprised. I know with Jehovah's Witnesses, there are thousands of people that would leave the group, would leave the group because of beliefs and policies, but they can't because they'll be shunned by their wife, they'll be shunned by their parents, they'll be shunned by their children and friends. So it's... It seems that being a member of the Jehovah Witness community is more important than being a mother, a father, an aunt, an uncle, or a very close friend. Well, I mean, that's how it works out for them, uh, for Jehovah's Witnesses. They're living uh, for another world. Why? Uh, Well, they believe that the world is going to be destroyed. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses have been around 133 years, and right from the inception, Mm -hmm. the idea was that uh, Jesus is going to come, um, he's going to destroy this world, and there's going to be a, a new earth, a, a, a new heavens. But I, and, but I understand that every Jehovah Witness believes that the world will end in his, li- his or her lifetime. They do. They absolutely do, and they've been believing that for 133 years. It hasn't happened yet. Well, doesn't this, doesn't this register as a false prophecy? And, you know, in the Bible it says, beware of false prophets. No, you're absolutely right. But, you know, when the leaders tell, tell people, well, we just got it wrong, we, we, we went ahead, uh, we weren't really paying attention to God and, and what he was telling us, uh, or in some cases they'll say God delayed it because mm-hmm. he wanted to give people an opportunity to live forever. Wow. So he delayed it. Now, to rational people, it makes no sense. But if you're mired in this belief system, uh, I mean, what you do, you believe it. When I was when I was doing your intro, it, you know, we learned that the death of your sister, right? And and I was wondering if it's not too painful for you, if you could tell us about that. Well, that's actually why I wrote the Ghost from Mama's Club, and I guess I would have written it first, mm-hmm. the first book that I would have written, because it's the story about my sister's life as well. That was the hardest one to tell. But in 1998, she was murdered by her third abusive husband. And uh, I didn't know about it until three days after um, she was murdered. She was actually cremated. My mother called me and uh, said that what had happened. And as far as she was concerned, she had my sister had left the Jehovah's Witnesses about five years before. Right. She was dead and gone. And that just infuriated me that this happened, and I knew that I had to, at some point, write her story to tell people. But my sister grew up in this world as a child, thinking that women were second-class citizens. She was told she didn't have to get a good job, she didn't have to have, go to college, she could find a guy. But more than likely, she would. this Armageddon would come in and she'd live forever in a new world. Well. She became an adult. She didn't have an education. She depended on guys. She was attracted to abusive guys. Her second husband was very abusive to her, physically and emotionally. When she went to the elders to get help, they said, no, uh, God wants the man to be the head of the family. You probably are doing something to irritate him. But, but don't the laws of the land apply to the members of the Jehovah Witness Church? Oh, they do, but it doesn't mean that they'll follow it. Many, many women in Jehovah's Witnesses, 
are being abused, mm-hmm. domestic violence among uh, women in Jehovah's Witnesses is extremely high. The problem is if they report it, where do they go? What's what's the the outlet? And like in my sister's case, um, it took a long time to get the courage to say, no, I, I won't allow this. But, you know, it's it's. Mm-hmm. It's difficult when you're trapped in, in this religious cult to do it. Was there a criminal investigation into the death of your sister, and was the was her ex-husband ever charged and convicted yes, of her he, murder? he's in jail. He, I mean, uh, that's a, kind of a long story, too, but he's in jail for the rest of his life. Did the, um, did, did the Jehovah Witness uh, organization try to intercept any, any legal ramifications? Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that with the American Family Insurance Home Quote Tool, you can easily design a customized policy for your dream home right from the comfort of your couch. And fun paint fact, there are over 150 shades of white, like Hello White, Fluffy Bunny, Eggshell. They get it. Explore the AmFam Home Quote Tool at amfam.com home to learn more about your policy coverage options. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Oh no, they pretend like it's somebody else's problem. My sister's oh problem was because she left the, the religion. Uh, it has nothing to do with them. They're, they're, they, they're, it's like they take no responsibility for it. Uh, it. You find the same thing with child abuse. You talked about the Catholic Church yeah. earlier. The, the incidence of child abuse among Jehovah's Witnesses is staggering. It's staggering because silly policies that they have. They have this rule that unless you have two witnesses to a child molestation, you can't report it. And Jehovah's Witnesses believe that uh, molestation is not a crime, but a sin, and you can be forgiven for it. And so in that particular case, these people commit that same crime over and over and over again. What is the Jehovah Witness outlook on education? Oh, you don't need an education. Armageddon's going to come. Rob, I mean, why do you need to go to school, the end of the world is going to come and God's going to, you know, make you perfect again and you're going to live forever. So why get an education? 
Most Jehovah's Witnesses do not have good jobs because they don't have a good education. They might be smart, mm-hmm. but they don't have a good education. So maybe they're in a cleaning business. They're doing that type of work. Um, that's what I was told when I was growing up. Nope, you don't go to college. I had to, after I got married, I worked my way through school and did that. But many Jehovah's Witnesses don't have that opportunity. Compared to, let's say, the Church of the Latter-day Saints, how strong of an organization is the Jehovah Witnesses or, or the Watchtower? Well, Jehovah's Witnesses, in terms of the, um, they have about close to 8 million people. Um, they have about uh, a million followers in this country, mm-hmm. although they're rapidly declining. Most of the growth for Jehovah's Witnesses occurs in Africa, Mexico, and South America. Third, it third. occurs among Excuse me. I'm sorry. It occurs among people that do not have uh, a good education, mm-hmm. that lack structure, and have some serious problems with adjusting to society. So we're talking third world countries. Well, that's where the biggest growth is right yeah. now. I mean, in this country, they've lost a lot because of the Internet with information available to Jehovah's Witnesses about some of their policies, some of their false prophecies. People that, are, that want to take the time and, and can learn, they can find that information. You know, I understand the importance of the right of religions within our society. And I, and I respect it and I appreciate it. As long as the religion plays by the rules. And from what I'm hearing, you know, we're, we're talking about child abuse. We're talking, we're, you know, we're talking about spousal abuse. We're talking about the, the, the interception between the church and the person from gaining an education and bettering themselves. Why hasn't there been an investigation into the operation and the proceedings of the Jehovah Witnesses? My Lord, we hear enough about uh, the investigation into Scientology. Well, you know, that's a very good question. And I think, you know, in this particularly in this country, it's this idea, well, My name is Rob McConnell, and I would like to tell you about a very special lady that I have the pleasure of knowing, and that's Miss Sylvia Anthony. Sylvia Anthony believes the golden years are a time to gear up and get busy, not relax and take it easy. She has faced many hardships in her 84 years, but they have made her stronger and more determined. As founder and president of Sylvia's Haven, a shelter for women and their children near Boston, Sylvia has helped transform over 1,086 lives in the past 27 years, not only with housing, but also providing direction as to where they can go to develop the earning skills they want and need to live free from difficult domestic situations. Sylvia's Haven is everything to Sylvia Anthony, even calling it her magnificent obsession. Women who qualify for the program at Sylvia's Haven receive assistance via guidance counselors to find the appropriate job opportunity. Women and their children may remain at the housing for up to two years. At the end of this time, or sooner, a woman who is successfully employed and has an apartment or home may leave Sylvia's Haven to begin a new and independent life. Now this is where you come in to help make Sylvia's dream into a reality. 
Sylvia's dream is to have a Sylvia's Haven in every state to help as many women and their children as she can, and to help this dream come true. A crowdfunding site has been established which can be accessed at www.sylviasdream.org. Now that's www.sylviasdream.org. With your financial help and support, Sylvia Anthony will continue to help those in their time of need, not only in the Boston area, but with her dream of having a Sylvia's Haven in every state of the United States. Your help is needed to make Sylvia's dream come true. Please visit and give at www.sylviasdream.org. Once again, www.sylviasdream.org. And remember, the only difference between a dream and reality is just doing it. We need your help to make Sylvia's dream come true. Visit www.sylviasdream.org. Once again, www.sylviasdream.org. For the Exxon Radio TV show and the X Chronicles newspaper, I am Rob McConnell. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Back everyone, my name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My guest for this hour is Richard E. Kelly, and uh, Richard grew up as a Jehovah Witness at 20 while working in the religious headquarters. Uh, he left the group to live with his wife Helen in New York City, because Kelly's family believed Armageddon was imminent. His education was limited to what was required by law. 
since there would be no future. However, he went on to earn a bachelor's in accounting, a master's in business, and uh, become president of a Michigan manufacturing company. He now enjoys retirement with his family and friends. His website, www.richardekelly.com. And Richard, thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure talking to you, sir, and for helping us understand the inner workings of an organization that that seems to be always below the radar. And we're talking about the Jehovah Witnesses. You know, we've done shows on um, Scientology. We're watching the fall of the Catholic Church. The Pope retires because of, of scandal. Uh, the first time in what? Nearly, uh, last time a Pope resigned was in 1415, I believe. So here you've got uh, the the Cardinal in London, the Cardinal in New York, you know, playing with the little boys and being caught. Maybe the end of the world is coming, but it's the end of the world as we know it, because the world as we know it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is based on religion. In God we trust. We put it, we, you know, we, we swear allegiance to the flag. We put our hand on the Bible in court. What would happen when society realizes, hey, wait a second, something is desperately wrong with what we believe? Let me ask you this question before we get back to your, your amazing story. Do you think that in today's society there is no place for church and religion? No, I think there's a place for church and religion. I, I think that... Um, uh, I think the church has to see things in in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's like the story of, you know, you either um, provide somebody with a fish or yep. you teach them how to fish. And I think that when religion can see their role as helping people make sense of the world and the mystery and mm-hmm. things like that, I think religion can serve a good purpose. But when they start telling people how to live their lives, yep. and that's really... Or, or not to think, we'll do your thinking, uh, that's when it gets dangerous. You know, I, I agree. And when you look at every religious organization, with the exceptions of the Jehovah Witnesses and the Church of the Latter-day Saints, as well as Scientology, which are the three youngest organizations, Catholicism, Christianity, uh, Hinduism, uh, and, you know, even the, the Hebrew faith, they haven't kept up with the times and I believe, and this is just my opinion, that this is why we're seeing a diminishing amount of people and so many pews are being emptied. Right. I think religion changes very, very slowly mm-hmm. um, because it's based on faith and yeah. not good science for the most part. It changes. It's people's beliefs. Um, but it does change. I mean, one can look you know, throughout history, and even the Catholic Church has changed yeah. and adapted you talk about the Mormons, uh, they have changed and adapted. Now, Jehovah's Witnesses, they, they, for some reason, think that they don't have to change, that they're God's, you know, people, and mm-hmm. so they are extremely slow to change, and it's causing a lot of problems within their group. If I'm not mistaken, uh, when I was in school and, and a number of my friends were, were Jehovah's Witnesses, they wouldn't stand up uh, to uh, to sing the national anthem. They wouldn't uh, stand up uh, to uh, you know to pledge allegiance to the flag. Why not? Well, that's another rule. It's a, it's a rule uh, to help control people. It it you know it's hard to know exactly who came up with the idea somewhere in the 
some of one of the leaders with Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. but somehow they interpreted Scripture to mean, okay, you don't do these things, and you feel good when you're doing something that you think that's what God wants you to do, and that's how they posture that. I mean, silliness, but that's the way it is. You know, as, as a religious nation, do we come off as hypocritical when we insult foreign Muslims for their intolerances? <laughs> well, that's what's so amazing. Yeah. Why is it we can see the Muslims so well, and we can see how, how you know, what a cult it is and mm-hmm. how they repress women and all the terrible things they do, and somehow we cannot see so many of the same things that we're doing, perhaps in different colored clothes, yeah. as so-called Christians. Well, you know, an old saying comes to mind, you can't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, and who wants to admit they're wrong? No, I, I read a good book recently called The God Virus, and it's like this virus that people have. They can see everything else wrong mm-hmm. with somebody else's religion, but their own, it's yeah. just, it's pure, and they can't see it. How much does religion facilitate ignorance and bigotry? I think it does its fair share, particularly when you have groups like Jehovah's Witnesses who who basically say, we'll do your thinking. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as critical thinking in a group, in a cult like Jehovah's Witnesses, because the, the, the people that, that are members are told what to believe. You don't challenge the beliefs, and they have different mechanisms of controlling that, whether it be shunning or making you think you're going to die at Armageddon, or all these things to control. Yeah, I, I read something that that just just floored me, and um, this is uh, it, it seems that for Jehovah Witnesses women, uh, they seem to be creatures trapped somewhere between men and animals in God's hierarchy. Well, I mean, that's what I was taught as a kid. It's just that God has a pecking order, and you know, there's the angels, and then there's men, and Below men is women, and then, uh, you know, then you have the animals. And my, now, mind you, I was always taught that the man should treat his wife fairly and so yeah. forth and kindly. But the reality is, no, a woman can't be a preacher. She can't pray in front of a man. Uh, she has to put a little cloth on her head because if she does, she has to do it out of respect for the angels. I mean, just pure silliness. But if a woman... Um, you know, it, a girl grows up thinking this way, like my sister. It affects their self-esteem. They see themselves as second-class citizens. How do, how do Jehovah Witness members date? You know, uh, is is it? Are they allowed to go out on dates? Uh, how do they? Yeah, they do. Although, yeah. you know, that's another thing which is quite amazing. Um, it is totally a sexually repressive environment. The power of the sex drive is harnessed in that religion. So, um, and they make it um, some higher powers' top priority to spell out what should and should not go on in the bedroom. It is amazing the rules that they have. If a if a boy and a girl should have sex, which mm-hmm. perhaps they use poor judgment, the, what they do is they disfellowship them. I mean, you that's hardly the, a, a more onerous crime than to have sex. And, and in so doing, it's a control mechanism. Um, uh, it, it's terrible. They, they, they have to, you know, what can I do in the bedroom? And if they do, a couple does something, they, they might think, well, is that right or wrong? They have to go to an elder, and uh, to a man, and confess. I mean, to me, that's just disgusting. So I guess Playboy and Penthouse are out of the question, huh? 
<laughs> well, you might be surprised. I, I do think sometimes when you're in a sexually re- <laughs> regressive uh, environment, there's probably more of that than you could imagine, because that's what happens. You tell somebody sure. not to do and it. And they do it. And, and they'll do it. <laughs> I would be surprised that, you know, closet penthouses are, are rampant with Jehovah's Witnesses. What are some of the most ridiculous rules that the Jehovah Witness community has. You know, we've heard about the suppression of women. We've heard about the uh, scorning of education, the social manipulation uh, that, let me see, uh, during one's lifetime, the world is going to come to an end. What what other strange... Well, (laughs) let me count. How do I love you? Let me count the ways. Oh, you devil, you. (laughs) One of the the things that I find just just terrible, um, because of the way... Jehovah's Witnesses operate, and because they believe that uh, child molestation is a sin and not a crime, of course, they don't report it to the police. If if it happens in the church and somebody confesses, they won't report it to the to to the police because they can they know they have the powers to take care of it. Now that's bad enough, but what makes it worse, and you see it a little bit with the Catholic Church, they will move somebody that yep. they know has been guilty of molesting children, they'll say, no, you're going to have to go to some other congregation. And they keep it secret. They won't tell anybody in the hall that there's a pedophile in your midst. In June of 2012, the Candace Conte case in California, a young girl, was she took it to the California court. Mm-hmm. She told them that they knew the man was a molester. They knew. And they wouldn't tell in her family or whatever guess what? He molested her many times. They, the, the, she asked the court, she said, all I want is 144,000 pennies. That's all I want. The court in, in, in June gave her $7 million. It was the jury uh, that made the decision. The jury decided there should be punitive damages. They awarded her $21 million. Whoa. Not, not what she wanted. To me, that's just I mean, somehow we gotta, you know, affect them in the pocketbook when they do exactly. silly things like that. Exactly. When somebody comes out like you have in your two books, laying down the framework of of what can only be described as a cult. Have you heard from the from the Jehovah Witness organization? Have you yourself been? threatened legally or otherwise uh, for the publication of your book and for for spilling the beans on this cult <laughs> no i haven't been you know it's my story you know i i only have to say the facts i mean there's nothing that they can there's nothing that they can change it's just the facts i'm what they'll tell people is mm-hmm. that oh he's an apostate you know mr kelly's an apostate he's controlled by the devil and the demons and that's how they tell their followers, and you don't read his literature, um, there's nothing that they could do to sue me. But that's how they keep their, their followers from reading my literature. Now, it doesn't always, or my books, but mm. doesn't always w- work that way because I've gotten hundreds of letters of people that it kind of opened their eyes to yeah. what was going on. You know, it, it, it reminds me a little bit, and this is where I'm going to get a phone call from the, from the Vatican, I'm sure. <laughs> where, where you know, Catholicism and Christianity use the 
same control tactics except in a little different way. For example, you've got heaven, which is the good. And if you're bad on earth, you're going to go to hell when you die. So you've got good and evil playing and you've got that control factor. Am I right or yeah. am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, that's one of the things that religion does, has, in many cases, down to an art form, and that is guilt. Yes. Uh, you would be amazed how many people stay in religion just by guilt, and that massive inf- misinformation that they've gotten over and over and over throughout their life, they can't get rid of it. I mean, it's just so ingrained into them. You're going to die. You yeah. go to hell and burn forever. It, it makes no difference that, you know, where's the data that shows that? Give me the facts, you know. Yeah. But you've been told that, you've been told that, you've been told it, and eventually you believe it. And that misinformation, like Mark Twain said, mm-hmm. says, gets them into more trouble than not knowing enough. I had a conversation with, a, uh, with an archbishop once, and he said, whatever anybody tells you, remember this. Hell is here on earth. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Well, that's that sounds like a Jesuit. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty some real thinkers uh, I've met with Jesuits because they actually are allowed to think. But there's probably some truth to that. The fear that people have of dying and not, mm-hmm. you know, being <laughs> living in hellfire for the rest of their life must be a terrible, terrible thought. But I guess I, that's not one of my issues. Yeah, I know. I like that. Hell is here on Earth. Anything after Earth or this existence? Who knows? Nobody comes back to tell us. Yeah. No, All right, Stan. Quite... I'm sorry, Richard. You and I have to take our final break. It's been a great, my goodness, this hour's gone by really fast. Please stand by. Exonation Richard E. Kelly is my special guest. His website is www.richardekelly.com, and he is the author of Growing Up in Mama's Club, A Childhood Perspective of Jehovah Witnesses and the Ghosts from Mama's Club. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. He was warm, he came around like he was dignified He showed me what it was to cry Well, you couldn't be that man I adore With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance, why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. 
That's www.wentechfails.com and www.matstein.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Richard E. Kelly is my very special guest. Uh, the question we've been asking all uh, this hour is, is someone you know in a cult? He is the author of Growing Up in Mama's Club, A Childhood Perspective of Jehovah Witnesses, and The Ghosts from Mama's Club. His website is www.richardekelly.com. First of all, Richard, I want to thank you ever so much for coming on the show tonight and sharing your experiences and your story with us. But I also want to thank you for writing your book and getting the word out there because I am sure, as you alluded to before, there are many people, not only in the general public, but within the organization of Jehovah Witnesses, who are who are glad you wrote the book. And all I can say is thanks. You're welcome. What, what, what message would you like to leave tonight with the worldwide audience of the Exxon Nation? Well, I think... What- one thing everyone should do is um, champion knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that people uh, need to really uh, give serious thought to uh, critical thinking. Uh, people need to challenge things uh, and to be comfortable about challenging beliefs. If something doesn't smell right, it doesn't look right, uh, they should feel good about saying, you know, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, don't attack the person, but... But when they can't do that, when they're told, no, no, I think they need to be suspicious. Any words for members of the Jehovah Witnesses who may be listening tonight? Yeah, some some of them are trapped. I mean, some of them I understand because of the shunning policies and what other witnesses will do. Um, 
again, I think the important thing is um, good information, um, find out the facts, look at the history of Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, look at the failed prophecies. There's lots of very, very good sites you know, you know we, available. We, we've got less than a minute left. Uh, is, is there any place or any, any person or agency or organization that they can call and get help? Yeah, there is. I mean, they can go to my website, and I'll be happy to link them. There's a lot of good psychologists. Super. There are people that have been there, done that, that will be happy to talk with them. A lot of women in particular need to talk to another woman. Uh, I can link them to that if they check my website. That would probably be the easiest thing. There literally are uh, many, many sources out there. Richard, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure, and uh, I hope that I have the pleasure of talking to you again here in the Exxon. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be uh, one of your guests. All right. Thanks very much, Richard. You bet, Rob. Exonation. Now, Richard E. Kelly has been my guest this hour. He uh, grew up as a Jehovah Witness at 20 while working at, at the religious religion's headquarters. He left the group uh, to live with his wife, Helen, in New York City because Kelly's family believed Armageddon was imminent. His education was limited to what uh, was required by law since there was no future to be heard of. However, he went on to earn a bachelor's in accounting and master's in business and became president of a Michigan manufacturing company. He now enjoys retirement with his family and friends. His website is www.richardekelly.com. That's www.richardekelly.com. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. 
We love it and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. 